self-sufficiency, technical prowess, success, and advancement, but a moral failure. Success in business is not always a sign of God's presence and blessing. We're going to talk about this in this episode, so stay tuned. We're also going to talk about some practical ways to integrate your work into worship. Welcome to the Wisdom Calling Podcast. I'm your host, Bobo Beck, and I'm on a mission to help as many professionals as I can to know how to best use every moment strategically. This podcast is a companion to the Wisdom Calling devotional where I take readers on a journey through the Bible to listen, discern, cultivate, and apply wisdom so that they might know how to skillfully live and work. This is the offer of wisdom for the business of living. An offer to the man or woman from Main Street to Wall Street and everywhere in between. God's timeless word is relevant more than ever in how we work, manage, invest, and give the resources he has entrusted to us. So thanks so much for tagging along. Let's get started. This is episode 7, where we're going to be taking a look at worship from Genesis chapter 4. In this passage, we learn about Adam and Eve's two sons, Cain and Abel. Now the text says that Abel primarily focused on sheep and livestock, and his brother Cain focused on agriculture, on the ground. We see here in Genesis 4 the signs of the beginning of civilization, the living out of the command, that mandate to be fruitful and multiply. But we also see life under the curse of sin. Work in this passage is interwoven with worship of God. I like to call it work worship. You see, Abel and Cain's, their offerings, they they both presented the work of their hands to God, and God had room to accept them both, but the text says the Lord had regard for Abel's offering. Now, the text doesn't tell us why, but something in the heart and life of Cain nullified his offering. His work worship wasn't authentic or spiritual. Cain immediately filled with jealousy and rage and killed his brother. Cain's work was no longer as fruitful or productive as it was. He became an exile, a fugitive, and he lived a self-sufficient, independent life apart from God. But in many ways, as you look through Cain's life in exile as a fugitive, in many ways, He was still successful. His son built a city. His descendants built tents and musical instruments, and they developed skill and metalworking. But sin was always crouching at the door. Cain and his family, or as I like to say, Cain and Associates, they're almost like a, a, a microcosm of technical prowess and success, but also of moral failure. They had the potential for good and blessing, 
but also for evil and abuse. In fact, the text goes on to tell us that Cain's descendants, the ones that developed skill in working with metal, they actually used that skill to make weapons for destruction. So here are three things I want you to consider from this passage, Genesis chapter 4, and work worship. First of all, our work whether that's creating a product or performing a service, our work can be a means of worship, a means of sacrifice, offering to God. Again, as I call work worship. If you think about it, those of us that have the ability to work full time, we usually spend 40 plus hours a week in our jobs and maybe two to three hours at our churches. So, we actually have more opportunity to serve and please God with our work. So here's some tangible ways to integrate your work with worship. First of all, talk to God on your commute or when you're preparing for your day if you work at home. Express your gratitude for your job. Ask God to to prepare you, to protect you from temptation to protect you from a safety standpoint, and to continue to provide. But take that opportunity to pray and to meditate and to talk to God as you're preparing for your workday, as you're commuting. Secondly, pray for your colleagues. Pray for your employees, your employers, your leaders, those in the C-suite, or if you are in a C-suite type of a role as a leader within your business or organization. Pray for your clients. Pray for your customers, your vendors, your contractors. Ask God to bless them. Ask God to use you as an instrument of grace, as an instrument of mercy, as a light to them, to point them to Him. Thirdly, look for ways to Bless all the above class, your colleagues and customers and vendors and contractors. Be mindful, be intentional throughout your day to look for ways to serve, to demonstrate generosity. Fourthly, when you're tired or stressed or frustrated, try to just simply step away for a few minutes to pray Maybe to read a chapter of scripture. Maybe read through a devotional. Listen to a song. Try to, try to refocus your anxiety or your frustration or your stress in a way that allows you to focus on God's character and his presence in that moment. It might mean stepping away and texting a trusted friend or an advisor or, or, or hopping on a call just to tell them a situation and allowing them to speak into your workplace. And finally, give God credit for your progress. Give him credit for your productivity and your accomplishments. Yes, certainly throughout the day and from week to week, but also during award season. This is a great opportunity to reflect our dependence back on God who's given us the ability to produce, to progress, to accomplish what it is we've accomplished. So our work can be a means of worship, of uh, of sacrifice, of offering as work worship. Secondly, 
I want you to consider that success is not always a sign of God's presence and blessing. Sometimes it's a result of God leaving people to their own devices. Cain and his family were successful in many ways, but they were cut off from God. You know, our current culture says things like, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Our culture also glorifies those that are self-made. Those are really values that focus on the self, that center on the self, on ourselves being sufficient. But wisdom says, God, you have provided. You have given me the ability. You have blessed. And as a result, I'm depending on you. So success is not always a sign of God's presence and blessing. And that's helpful for us to be reminded of. And thirdly, I think it's helpful to quickly just think a little bit about jealousy Jealousy is certainly subtle at times, but very dangerous. It can take root in our hearts and in our minds, typically by what we hear and what we see. This is especially the case in our social media age. If I'm not purposely and intentionally using Instagram, for example, then I find myself aimlessly scrolling and wrestling with jealous thoughts, even vengeful thoughts at times. Man, I wish I closed a deal like that. Why do they get to go on vacations like that? How in the world does he have time to play golf so often? These types of thoughts are really rooted in in jealousy, if we're honest. And what jealousy does is it robs us of our joy and it places our desires at the center. So may God use these thoughts and these considerations and this passage to help us in these crucial areas. So I thank you so much for listening to this episode. The next episode is going to focus on how God brings about renewal through our work. So if you've enjoyed or been encouraged by these episodes, would you leave a review and share them with someone you think might be blessed as well? Just a quick update. The first 30 devotionals, volume one of the Wisdom Calling devotional series, they will soon be available on Amazon. They're going to be available in a paperback version, but also a Kindle or tablet version. So stay tuned. Now, The best way to stay tuned is by signing up for the email updates that I send out. Many of you who listen to these episodes are already part of that email list that I have and those updates. But if you're not, simply go to the Wisdom Calling website and there's a pop-up there where you can share your name and email address and be added to that list. The website is wisdomcalling.org wisdomcalling.org. Another way to stay tuned is to follow us on on Instagram and on LinkedIn. And there we share different verses as well as book recommendations, some different videos, other resources throughout the course of the week. But that's a great way to stay connected. If you want to talk or pray through anything discussed in these episodes, please reach out to me. 
I'm happy to try and find a time to do that. It's so important for us to process and talk things out with others. So don't hesitate to reach out to me. Well, thanks again for tuning in. Until the next episode, grace and peace. Peace.